Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Hey, yo. For over 30 years and still, and still, your inside look into boxing and mixed martial arts. You know what? As long as she fights me 135 pounds, I don't care if she's injecting a horse demon into her eyeballs. Heard live around the world and brought to you by the World Boxing Organization. And now, and now, live from the Ring Talk Studios in San Francisco. Here's the host of the longest-running fight show in history, Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Mighty Sports Byline SB Nation Radio Network. Yes, the man was correct. My name is Pedro Fernandez. I am the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio. Race, folks. Having defended that title off for better than 33, make that 34 years. Straight up today, we've got guest hour number one. We're talking boxing with boxing writer Johnny Signorella, of course, coming to us from Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada. And, of course, hour number two, the heavyweight champion of the world is here. That's right. I'm talking about Skip Miocic, baby, stepping up last night and stopping Francis Ngannou, of course, challenge for the heavyweight title with a five-round shutout decision. The bottom line is, man, he got lit up like the White House Christmas tree. I'm talking about Francis Ngannou, the hardest puncher in UFC history, the hardest punching heavyweight ever, the biggest, most awesome. Now, he wasn't. He wasn't. I told you, folks, these big punchers, a la the Felix Gonzalez types, they don't make it very long. They can't handle adversity. They can't go the distance. And once he went into the second round, we knew the fight was over. Basically, the fight was over in the first round. When Francis Ngannou landed that big right hand, Stip Miocic was still standing. At the end of the day, Stip Miocic still the world heavyweight champion in depth. Hour number two right here on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Open phone lines. That's toll free. Anybody wants to talk sports, we can. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. Of course, the guilt-free, no commitment. No commitment, baby. Text line. Say what you want. 415 415- 275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline and SB Nation Radio. Love Daily Fantasy but tired of being stuck on the sidelines? We have some great news. 
Now you can make picks live when the game is on TV, compete against other sports fans, and if you're right, win real cash and get to talk trash. WinView Games is a live sports prediction app that is sweeping the nation, and it's super easy to play. During the game, props are sent straight to your phone. You can compete in tournament-style contests that are available every quarter. WinView also has a $12,500 jackpot during the NFL playoffs called the Perfect Game. It's a winner-take-all prize if you get each prop right during the quarter. So put your sports obsession to better use. Go to winviewgames.com predict to start cashing in on your sports IQ. That's winviewgames.com predict. $20 first-time depositors get a $20 playthrough match. WinView Games. When the game is on, it's on. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. I think boxing is dangerous. Uh, any man being hit in the head, the brain's a delicate thing. I think it, sh- it should be well protected. If a fellow's not qualified, he shouldn't be allowed to fight. But football is proven to have more deaths. Baseball, ice hockey, horse racing is a car racing is much more dangerous. But I would advise nobody to box if they get hit too much and it's too dangerous. Now more ring talk with Pedro Fernandez. He is the greatest fighter of all times next to me. It's never bragging when you're telling the truth. So said my mother. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking the world of boxing this hour, of course. Talking mixed martial arts in the upcoming hour, USC heavyweight champion Simeone will be in the house. Now, last night, Showtime Championship Boxing emanating from the home of the Brooklyn Nets. That's right. The, of course, Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York. A lot of boxing going on there. Sort of like Al Heyman's favorite uh, venue for boxing. No doubt about that. It does have the New York flair. Of course, it's not exactly Madison Square Garden, but it's no dump either. Anyway, last night, 
Earl Spence lit the house up, folks. Of course, he took on, you know, Lamont Peterson. Lamont's one of those guys that probably got a couple of decent uh, wins in his life, got a couple of gift decisions in his life, and really is one of those guys that sort of treads water. Not really a champion, per se, in my mind. Anyway, last night, he got lit up like a White House Christmas machine, got knocked down a couple times before and being stopped in the eighth round. Of course, Peterson now 35-4-1, 17 wax. He got lit up to the head and the body from the 2012 Olympic gold medalist Earl Spence, now 23-0, 20 knockouts. An amazing fighter, of course, he and Keith Thurman, 28-0, of course, Thurman holding a WBA title, and Jeff Horn, the unheralded Australian that many people don't give a snot about, the WBO title holder, of course, 18-0, the victor of Manny Pacquiao a couple of months ago, and they're not going to do a rematch. Evidently, Pacquiao's maybe going to go in another direction. Good luck with that, Manny. I mean, how old are you now? 39 years old? You're a 39-year-old Filipino-Asian fighter. And the reason why I'm bringing race into it is that, you know, he's been fighting a long, long time. And it's, it's, it was hunger originally. He fought to eat. He's not fighting to eat anymore. He's fighting just to fight. And when you fight the fight, it doesn't work. You don't train as hard as you do. You don't get as focused as you should be. It just doesn't work, folks. I know. I tried it one time. Okay? I tried it one time. I went into a fight with a guy that I should have beaten hands down. I mean, I whipped him up in the gym so many times, body shots. One time I stood over him after 11 of them with a body shot, stood over him for like 15 seconds saying, man, was that all you could take? Guess what? We got into a fight. He beat me. <laughs> I wasn't prepared. Not mentally I wasn't and not physically because I was getting old at the time. You can't reach back. I mean, you think you can reach back. You have this great training camp. You train your butt off. You run mountains. You're doing all the sparring. You're swimming at night. You're getting massages. But guess what? It just doesn't work anymore. You just, you're, and you know what? You can't see it in your own eyes. Sometimes you can see it via videotape. Other people see it. You can't see it. Larry Holmes told me this a long time ago. Pedro, you can't see your decline. You can't see it because, you know, you figure, well, I'll just adapt to it and I'll do this a little differently and things like that and try to make up for it. Well, guess what? Nothing makes up for father time. And Manny Pacquiao now, what, 39 years old, going on 90? Time for Manny to give it up. Straight up, Manny Pacquiao, 59-7-2. Of course, he's been stopped a few times. But the Jeff Horn fight, a fight that he was supposed to win, he was supposed to go down to Australia and make a big payday and win that fight and, of course, come back and have some type of mega fight in either Macau, Asia, or his finale in Las Vegas. And now the future of Manny Pacquiao is a bit uncertain. As we look at the rest of the top 10 of the welterweight division, of course, we Peterson's probably going to drop down a couple of notches. There's a Russian who is 13-0, and I can't even go into his name, Koja Tilov, uh, we'll call him Abdul. Anyway, he's he's out of uh, Malaysia. Take the back, he's out of Malaysia. You've got Peterson, you've got Kelbrook, of course, the former welterweight champion, 36-2, laid up twice, once by uh, Gennady Golovkin, who broke his jaw and his face, of course, and then he got beat by Kelbrook. So Jesse Vargas is next. You can sort of, like, eliminate him from the picture. I always thought that, even though he's 28-2, he was something at 140, but at 147, he's just a guy to fight. And Sean Porter, way, way, way too short, much like Kareem Mayfield here in San Francisco. Too short for the weight class, baby, just too short. 28-2-1, great record, but, you know, too short to grab that championship gold in my mind. The kid from Philadelphia, that's right, Danny Garcia, the former world junior welterweight champion now, 33-1. Eh, you know, you can't get too excited about that. He lost that one fight to, to uh, Keith Thurman. You can't get too excited about Danny because Danny, Danny doesn't deliver. 
Danny likes to look good. Danny doesn't like to get hit. Danny likes to lock. Danny's like a painter. He does something with his hands, and he sits back, and he looks at it. Well, you can't look at it, folks. You have to finish things. And Danny just wasn't a finisher, and that's why he's no longer on top of the junior welterweight or welterweight division. So Garcia out of Philadelphia, 33-1, and a mere 29 years old. As I said, Manny Pacquiao, 39 years old. Earl Spence, 28 years old, 23-0, and 20 wax. Jeff Horn, 29 years old, 18-0-1. And, of course, the king at 147, the king, the supposed king. I'm talking about Mr. Keith Thurman. 28 no Keith Thurman, of course, the guy, man. I mean, you want to talk about class of 147, there's a lot of class there, but at the top of the class, you have to look at Keith Thurman, an Orthodox fighter out of Florida. Clearwater, Florida, baby, where Johnny Boz died a couple of years ago. My man, Johnny Boz, of course, Don King does business down in Florida. Florida's a trip. If you've ever been down to Florida on a boxing, uh, geez, it's, just, it's just crazy. I remember when the Athletic Commission guys would drive around and in, in station wagons back in the 80s and, and bring fighters to fights and this kind of stuff. It was like really, really, how can I put this, really Southern-like. Texas did that. Florida did that. A couple other states did that. But once the Athletic Commission started getting uh, a tune on things, of course, the ABC was formed and uh, from 1996 because of that Muhammad Ali boxing at the Association of Boxing Missions. So things sort of went, how can I put this, straight from that point forward. And if you believe that, I've got real estate to sell, sell to you from Antarctica. Open phone lines all around the planet. Join me if you like, 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. Of course, the guilt-free text line, 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. You are tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide on the mighty Sports Byline SB Nation radio network, folks. Two hours of Ring Talk live worldwide today. This is hour number one of two. Live on Sports Byline and SB Nation Radio Sports. Open phone lines. Once again, 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. The guilt-free, no-commitment text line. Only have to tell me who you are. 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. Next up on Ring Talk Live Worldwide, Johnny Sig from Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. People got to understand this, Jim. Uh, we all can have dreams, but the dream will never chase us. We have to chase the dream. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on
on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. This is an important announcement. If you're between 50 and 85 and worried about your loved ones, you can still get affordable life insurance for peace of mind. My life insurance coverage is guaranteed, and I was not required to get a medical exam. I had high blood pressure and diabetes, and I got my coverage with one telephone call. No exam necessary. I'm a smoker, and I wanted to take care of my family. I called to get my life insurance and my affairs in order. I wanted to do the right thing. Call Final Expense No Exam Insurance. Your rates are guaranteed and will never increase. I called and learned that this insurance cannot be canceled, even if you get sick or gain weight. And there are no restrictions on how my beneficiaries use the money when I'm gone. Don't wait until it's too late. Call now and get peace of mind for you and your family. Call 800-935-2177. If you suffer from back pain, joint pain, arthritis, or other chronic pain, you need to try the water therapy benefits that Avantage Therapeutic Walk-In Bath provides. Not only does Avantage Walk-In Bath help get you in and out of the tub safely, it is proven to be beneficial to relieve aches and pains, giving you the relief to enjoy your day. You can enjoy taking your new bath and rejuvenating your body in as little as seven days. And if you call today and ask for the radio special, we'll give you a 15 hundred dollar coupon towards the purchase of a new vantage walk-in bath every call in the next 10 minutes will receive a fifteen hundred dollar coupon towards the purchase of a new vantage walk-in bath your aches and pains can be washed away call right now for a risk-free quote 800-552-6851 800-552-6851 that's 800-552-6851 after the fight's over and Frazier has caught hell, I'm going to jump over the rope and finish Cosell. And still today, after you see this, you'll be shocked, you'll be laughing, and you will know that beyond the shadow of a doubt, I am still the greatest of all time. <laughs> okay, once again, that's our show today on ABC's Wide World of Sports. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Well, forget about the cops. They're not interested in any two-bit setup you got here. Well, I don't want any trouble. Look, is my rent paid? Yeah. Don't stop bothering me. 24 minutes past the hour. This is Sports Violent SB Nation Radio Network. My name is Pedro, and as we take it to Las Vegas, Sin City, Las Vegas, of course, and bring in my man I'm talking about, Johnny Signorella, a.k.a. Johnny Sig. How's life treating you, John? Excellent, Pedro. Thank you for having me on this morning. How are you, brother? I'm doing just fine, man. Now, last night, Earl Spence, a pretty uh, sterling performance against Lamont Peterson, but that was probably as predictable as the sun coming up today, right? I agree with that. He looked spectacular, though, didn't he? What a special kid he is, Spence. Yeah, but special is one thing. You know, special has to be tested. You hear where I'm coming from? I mean, Francis Nuganu, I want to compare that that UFC slugger, the guy that was supposed to be the hardest puncher in the heavyweight history of punching combat sports, all that kind of good stuff, the strongest guy, the most conditioned guy. He got lit up like the White House Christmas tree last night. So, you know, you got to be tested. And I don't think Spence has been tested yet. I think the test is going to be Keith Thurman. 
I could see that. I'd like to see the Crawford thing because I think Crawford has that kind of skill that matches Spence. Uh, Thurman, I don't like the inactivity. How great was it last night when Spence said uh, he's sometimes Thurman, meaning that he fights sometimes. He's not one-time Thurman. You know, um, I, I do like Keith. Don't get it twisted. But I, I'd like to see him uh, eventually against uh, Crawford, and I think that would be a great fight. Um, 30, but I, I think Spence is a good. Okay, 32-0. and 0, I, of course, out of Omaha, Nebraska, that boxing hotspot. I'm talking about Terrence Crawford. He and I were in Cuba together about a month, two months ago. He was, so, he was fun to be around, man. They call him Bud. He's the only black guy I've ever met in my life that's called Bud. <laughs> and I asked him, are you called Bud because you smoke a lot of weed? And he looked at me like, huh? I said, yeah, you guys don't have weed no more. He goes, we got the best weed no more. Ah, okay. Anyway, the bottom line is, I guess, hey, marijuana is legal now in California, Nevada. Uh, are you notice all yeah. these people like coming, uh, creating mass accidents? I mean, roads being blocked, and you know, people on marijuana going into like tirades and maniac episodes. This and that. What happened to all the paranoia that was supposed to happen? I tell you what, man. I don't know. You know, I say they should just let you know things be the way they are. I mean, I think. Uh, you know, I'm not a pot smoker myself personally, but I, I tell you what, I got no problem with that drug, man. I mean, a lot of people uh, could, you know, smoke that thing peacefully and have a good time. Yeah, and you know what's really good for athletes? It, it is exceptionally well for athletes, folks. And I got to tell you this, that without CBDs and CBN and things like that, I probably wouldn't be able to, to uh, attain the physical activity that I do at the age that I'm at. Of course, I fell 40 feet through the roof onto a cement floor. Anyway, that's the subject for another day. Earl Spence and Keith Thurman, right. I guess since... Uh, since Al Heyman has them both, they're going to make this fight, right? I'd like to see that, and you would hope so. And I think it's going to go in that direction because I think the pressure is going to be put on both of them. I think Spence is more of a, a willing participant right now. Um, again, not to bash Thurman, but I don't really hear him speaking much about you know activity of, of any sort of late. You know, and, and I don't like the inactivity by this guy. So, um, but hopefully they make the fight happen. Okay, but Crawford, as good as he is at 140, is not a proven commodity at 147. And I've got to tell you, exactly. having moved. From 140 to 147, it is a it is it is like a monumental leap in weight and size. Well, we touched on this a couple of weeks ago, Pete, and uh, that's the thing. Moving up in weight, a lot of people will say, "Yeah, five pounds, seven pounds, whatever." You know, uh, is that is it that big of a deal? And of course, it really is. You know, because you have guys that walk around at a naturally higher weight, and yes, they do have to come down to make that weight. And then they super hydrate overnight, and they come in, you know, again feeling healthy at their natural weight as you know bigger framed men. So I, I think that I, I noticed that last night when I was watching Spence, I said to myself, man, he's, he's a big kid. You know, I was trying to picture him against Crawford, and I'm like saying to myself, man, Crawford's a smaller frame dude. And uh, so you have a situation where that could definitely play into a, a factor, without a doubt. And, you know, it, 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 I don't want to wish anything ill on Mr. Crawford, of course, 32-0, and 0, but 30 years old as well. Um, but it, yeah. getting thumped at 147 in the Nationals in Las Vegas, that's sort of – that prompted me to go back and make 139 junior welterweight. And you know what? I had no problem making the weight then the, the, the last couple of times after getting almost crunched at 147. <laughs> well, it's funny. That's where I fought originally 139. I walked in the gym at 160, and I shaved off all the fat, all the blubber. The reason why I was there, you know, trying to get myself into shape, and I loved mm-hmm. the competition. I went down to 147, got down to 139. And what, what was great about it for me is that those guys didn't hit really hard because I was used to sparring guys like 160, 147, whatever, 154. And my power stayed with me. So if you could actually, you know, uh, lose the weight and keep the power and, and absorb the punishment, that, that's great. But moving up is, is a different story. It's like, can you handle the, the punishment put on you? Can you handle a bigger man's punch? And if you were strong at 139, does that power carry over 
at 147. You know, does it carry over to 154? And that's always a, an issue for guys moving up, I think, at lower weight classes. Speaking of guys moving up, Vasil Lomachenko, of course, he dwarfed uh, uh, the Cuban a fortnight ago. But the bottom line is he is a big dude. He's super featherweight right now, probably a junior welterweight, fighting a super featherweight, only 10-1, and one, lots of skills. But then again, you know, if you don't have a thaw between the promoters, you talk about Crawford maybe and Spence hooking it up. Well, they're two different yeah. promoters. Errol Spence is, is handled by Al Heyman and Crawford handled by Bob Arum. They hate each other. They're sort of like Trump and, and, and Schumer right now, so I don't know if that will ever happen. Lomachenko's handled by, by uh, top rank. So, you know, for these super fights to happen, there has to be a thaw between the superpowers, and I, I don't see it. Well, you know what? You, you mentioned politics, and that's what it all is, you know, at the end of the day. And, you know, Crawford handled by ESPN and Spence, of course, Showtime, Al Heyman. And it's unfortunate that, you know, these things obstruct what could be great fights. But I think we saw more of a willingness last year from the schedule, the great year that was uh, 2017. And now looking at 2018 schedule, you're seeing some things on the horizon where they're mixing and matching things up a little bit. Because I think that they understand that, you know what, if there, there's money for everyone to be made here, and especially with these guys becoming household names, there's a lot of great, you know, um, arsenal and boxing. Time out, time out, time out. Who's a household, yep. who's a household name? I say that Josh was becoming one. Okay. You know, more and more I hear but, people but, but, talking but, about but, him. But, bro, bro, he's not an American. Go on. Right. I, that's a very good point. And most of them that I was going to reference are not American fighters. So you you got a great point there. We need that American uh, household name. I mean, hey, maybe Deontay too, they're, Wilder. They're too busy, they're too busy t- sending texts and punching in their, their email and that kind of stuff. I don't know if I listen. I went on the air this a few weeks ago. Um, I met this black kid. He was six foot yep. two. 139 pounds, okay? That's what he was going to get down to. He was like 151 when I met him, all right? So I said to him, listen, man, you go run for three or four weeks. You go run for three or four weeks, and I'm going to take you in the gym. I said, you know what? I said, we're looking at the Golden Gloves probably in April. He goes, you really think? I said, yeah, man. I said, you know, you've got some hands. I said, we can do this. Well, anyway, he couldn't get in shape. You know what I'm saying? He couldn't get in shape yeah. enough to get to the gym because you've got to be in decent shape when you show up at the gym. You just can't show up at the gym and say, guess what, baby? I'm here. No, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> it just don't work that way. So anyway, I, I invested a couple of days with him, and I said to him, well, guess what, you're not going nowhere, you don't have to drive this and that. And he said to me, yeah. quote, he said to me, this, um, can I say that word on the air now that the president says it, S-H-H-I-T? Anyway, he said, this bit ain't easy. Yeah, mm-hmm. really. He thought it was easy because I guess he had a couple of street fights was able to knock guys around, but the world of boxing is not that way. Speaking of boxing, let's go back to Gennady Golovkin. 37-0-1 coming off the, the draw, of course, with Saul Alvarez. Evidently, are they set in stone to do this again, uh, the single de Mayo weekend gl- in your home city there? I'm glad you went there. And you know what? Those are two household names right there, by okay. the way, um, G and uh, Canelo. But as far as uh, the rematch is concerned, yeah, I, I believe it's, it hasn't been signed off yet. But everyone believes it's going to be uh, back here at the T-Mobile Arena, um, T-Mobile Center at uh, May 5th, Cinco de Mayo. Which would be amazing. What an event that would be, right? Okay, yeah, it would. The fighter that's missing from all of this is, guess who? From 135 or 130 to 147 is Mikey Garcia. Of course, Oxnard, California, 37 is it. Al Heyman's got him, but he was, like, on the shelf for a while as his top-ranked contract, I think, went to, uh, was expired or something like that. But he's back. Right. He's had a couple of fights, man. But Mikey needs to get active. Mikey needs to make a real statement and beat, like, somebody like a Thurman. Well, this is the problem that we have with boxing nowadays. You know, the talent pool is great. There's no problem there. We need these guys to be more active. And then we get those, you know, quote-unquote, again, household names. 
you know, Mikey Garcia is a great fighter. He's going to fight Lipinets. Uh, I think it's now March 10th because, <clears throat> excuse me, the delay. Um, I think Lipinets had a hand injury. But these guys got to get more active, Pete. Like, I totally agree with that. And, and it gets, you know, their names in people's brains. Yeah, no doubt about that. We're talking pound-for-pound boxers right now. Of course, Solo Alvarez, 49-1, coming yeah. up with the rematch with um, Gennady Golovkin. I thought Golovkin and, and Canelo put on a decent fight the last time, but, you know, I don't know. Maybe 2017 was a big sort of like impotent year to an extent because, you know, you had Floyd Mayweather and, and Conor McGregor making all that <laughs> noise, and that was a bit of a fraud. I mean, come on, think about this. Uh, if you've got a house that you need to paint and you bring a painter and you bring a plumber to the house and you tell the plumber to paint one half the house and the painter to paint the other half the house, which house is probably going to come out better? The painter side. So Julie. obviously, if you bring uh, um, Mayweather into a boxing ring with with a guy that's that's queer to boxing, I'm talking about Conor McGregor. Mayweather's going to light him up like the White House Christmas tree, just like he did. That's really the best way to put it. Actually, that's the best way I've heard it described. You know, and what I love about Floyd's mentality about that fight is he went in there. You know, he hardly trained. You know, everyone out here knows. You know, he, he took it somewhat seriously. Obviously, you could protect your health and try to save face and be safe, but. It's like he went to the T-Mobile arena, he picked up a check, slapped that guy around a little bit, and then he went to the girl collection and had a good night. You know? I mean, how, how pimp is that? Like, you know, I don't blame him at all. If I could do the same thing for a couple million, hey. Couple? A couple? Let me tell you like yeah, this. Right, right, a couple. Right, right, yeah. If the Irish guy got 100 mil, if the Irish guy got 100 mil, and that's what they're saying, he got $100 million, mm-hmm. you know Floyd got at least four. You know it. Floyd, listen, Floyd's the greatest businessman I've ever encountered. I don't know if Al Heyman's calling the shots or not, but outside of Don King, um, Floyd's, Floyd's got it going on, man. you got to give Floyd props. He's, he's changed the entire world as far as fighters are concerned. But all he's really done, Johnny Sig, is adapt the Ray Leonard uh, platform of back in the 80s when Ray Leonard got Mike Trainer and did his own thing. Well, I tell you what, you said it right there, too. Like, as far as business is concerned, Floyd's pound for pound number one. And, you know, arguably one of the greatest boxers of all time, you know, but what, what he's done, you know, a lot of people are trying to replicate now for better or for worse. Sometimes, you know, obviously good for a fighter if they could make, you know, nice investments and, you know, sit on a lead and make some money like Floyd did. And then sometimes you get it to where it's like kind of like, ah, you know, they, they, they're safety first. They don't fight hard in the ring. They don't fight often enough. But I, I think at the end of the day, I mean, no one's in boxing done it better than him. And, you know, he's got all his wits. And he's, he's very, uh, you know, he has his wherewithal about him. So, you know, and Bunny, and he's young and, you know, very, very uh, smart and talented. So, you know, good for him. Johnny Signorello is our guest, folks. Changing notes here. Paco Vacar, I saw the president of the World Boxing Council in Nicaragua this week for three days, of course, for the WBO Get the Kids Off Drugs program. Of course, he also presented a WBO championship belt to former champion, <clears throat> Nicaraguan legend Adonis Reeves. Is that happening in the hometown of my good friend, the late Alexis Arguello? Man, I wish Alexis was here. I'm... Uh, I didn't even want to go there. You know, I've never written about that or talked about it. You know that, right? I didn't know that. What a great fighter he was, man. That you know, the, the straight shots he threw, and that was actually my father's favorite boxer next to Muhammad Ali. And ultimately, my father got me into boxing, and so therefore, I wanted to research everything about Aguayo. And I just, I thought he was an amazing fighter. Spent, spent a week with him down in Managua, Nicaragua, trying to get him off crack back in the day. Eventually, he did get off it, but um, he either committed suicide or killed himself. Nobody really knows. You are tuned to Ring Talk, live, worldwide, open phone lines all around the planet. Take that back. Around the universe. Toll free. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. The guilt-free, no commitment. Text line, 415-275-1613. That's 
1613. You two, the Ring Talk live on Sports Byline and SB Nation Radio Sports. Pedro, let me, let me tell, let, let me tell you something, man. Congratulations on your long time in radio. You are your team and for your ratings, man. I was reading about that. I'm very uh, impressed with you, Pedro. I'm about to show all you folks what it's all about. Now it's time for it to get on the mic and make this motherfucking party hot. I'm taking it back to the old school because I'm an old fool who's so cool. If you want to get down, I'm going to show you the way. If you are age 85 or younger, call to learn more about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. The average funeral now costs over $10,000. Are you at risk of leaving loved ones to help pay your debts? A final expense policy for seniors can pay up to $30,000 for funeral and other final expenses. You don't need a medical exam, and you can have lifetime coverage, and the policy cannot be canceled. To receive free information about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. Call now. You'll also receive information about a free prescription discount card just for calling in. Agents are standing by. Call 800-508-5774. 800-508-5774. Call now. That's 800-508-5774. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest price. Prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Everyone says, I wish I was in your shoe, I wish I was in your shoe. The people, the hundreds of people that wish they were in my shoe don't know the tenth of it. If they were in my shoe, they would cry like babies. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Lakeside, baby. Saw them at the Cocker Pavilion back in the day. Lakeside was grooving, no doubt about that. Talk about old school funk, baby. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's one 800 878 
seven five times. Want to wish my buddy Lenny Williams, of course, platinum recording artist, former Tower of Power lead, but doing his own thing now for many, many, many a decade. Anyway, just got back from North Carolina, a successful Saturday night gig. Lenny's rocking and rolling, and Lenny's better than 39 years old. So more power to good old Lenny. Pound for pound, one of the great ballad uh, singers in the history of soul music, no doubt about that. Now, we're back to soul, and of course, we got the man that's got lots of soul when it comes to boxing on the line from Las Vegas, Nevada. Johnny Signorell, I like to call him Johnny Sig, and we talked about Anthony Joshua in the, the prior segment. Of course, he world heavyweight champion, 28 years old, 2012 Olympic gold medalist, 20-0. and 0. Wow, impressive, no doubt about that. Povetkin's ranked number two. I don't know why he's there, according to BoxRec, 33-1. and 1. Lots of steroid issues with him. Deontay Wilder, of course, 39-0. Uh, and 0. Wilder's an amazing athlete, seeing he really doesn't have much of a boxing background in 2008 Olympic bronze medalist. But outside of that, not a whole lot of... Um, uh, amateur pedigree, per, per se. And, of course, he's taking on uh, a steroid cheat. No doubt about that in my mind. I love the way the guy fights. But he's got that. They got an asterisk next to his name, and they should have an asterisk next to his name. Talk about Luis Ortiz, 28-0, the Cuban sensation. Of course, they're going to hook it up on the 3rd of uh, March. That's coming to you from the Barclays Center in Al Heyman's favorite place, Brooklyn, New York. Of course, some of the heavyweights there. And, of course, Wilder, hmm, Slightly favored over um, Ortiz here. Of course, he, Ortiz pulling out twice because of steroid problems or drug tests and this and that. Hey, Johnny, one time he went to the, the emergency, emergency room saying he had high blood pressure, which is a side effect of the steroids that he was taking. That's what I'm hearing, man, you know, and they're giving him a pass, you know, and hopefully, you know, he's good medically, cleared, Johnny, and, and, giving uh, well, him a and off the roids. Johnny, they're giving him a pass because he's a Latino in the WBC, the world of Bunko and Chicanery, in my <laughs> mind, is trying to slip a Latin heavyweight in there. 100%. You know, I, I, that, that's the best way to put it, Pete. What can I say? But I will say this, like with this heavyweight, like, you know, kind of tournament that we're getting into in March here mm-hmm. uh, between Joshua, Parker, Wilder, and Ortiz, yeah. they combined for 111 wins, no losses, 100 KOs. Man. And you know, there's one there's one heavyweight match that you're sort of missing there. Of course, is it Lucas Brown Lucas gonna take Brown. on? Yeah. Yeah. Can Lucas yep. Brown can he really fight? You know, I'd like to see him again fight more often, um, and be clean and not have any controversy. Uh he's fighting uh Dillian White, who I believe is a good fighter as well. The only loss was to Anthony Joshua. Um, so we see what we get there. That's a very interesting fight of the guys that are hanging out kinda like on the sidelines, waiting to get invited to the conversation. But, and that happens also in March, I believe. I, I think that happens a week in front of uh, the uh, uh, Joshua Parker fight. Yeah, it's going to go down March, 23rd, March 24th in the Q2, O2 yeah. Arena. And, uh, yeah, the O2 Arena. Anyway, changing subjects just for a second. You're looking at the, this heavyweight mm-hmm. title picture, or the heavyweights per se, and, and steroids. How come every guy that's been sort of popped for steroids, you can sort of tell beforehand that he was, like, most likely a steroid guy? I mean, it's not like, you know, some slim little Filipino guy that weighs 112 pounds is taking steroids. <laughs> well, the physicality, I could give it away, and also the knockout percentages and what they're being able to achieve with their physicality. If they're a little bit, you know, chunky looking or um, if they don't look really like the part, they should be, like, destroying people left and right. But somehow they're getting these amazing knockouts and they're overachieving. I think that's always a, a you know a, a time to raise your brow, uh, so to speak, to, to look at someone someone that might be questionable. Are you talking about Manny Pacquiao during his prime? Oh, absolutely, at one hundred percent. I mean, at one point, I wanted to believe I wanted to believe he could do all those things, and then you see him growing, you see the head growing, you know, and 
the the knockouts somehow stopped after all like the you know um, allegations were presented towards him. You know, after so, I started jumping up and down and telling the world, listen, man. I worked with Roberto Duran. I watched guys move up in weight. You just can't move up in weight like that and retain power and not get fat. 100%. Yeah, I agree with that as well. very much so. And you be ripped, you know, and just keep constantly looking better and better. You know, I understand he has big legs. He always had big legs, even as a small guy. I understand that's where power comes from. Luckily, as a boxer, that, that's what I was blessed with. I was, I was blessed with natural power and, you know, good calves. And I understand that kind of strength, although I had limitations, you know, skill-wise. Manny Pacquiao... You know, as he kept growing up in weight class, like you said, kept bringing that power, bringing that power to the point where it was like borderline ridiculous. Like, okay, like how how is that possible? This guy started boxing at 112 pounds. No, no, no. One hundred seven and three quarters. One hundred seven and three quarters. I stand corrected. My God, and he goes all the way up 40 pounds, and he's blasting out guys like Ricky Hatton and rocking guys like Miguel Cotto, who you know Miguel's got a great chin, a very formidable, durable guy. You know, so you got a question. You, you, it's a little suspect. Johnny, I mean, Cartagena, Colombia, sitting poolside. Miguel Cotto, of course, brings his wife to Colombia, and the Colombia has the most beautiful women in the world, except for Miguel Cotto's wife, because she just stoked them all, man. She's she has so much class. She carries herself in a manner that few women do. I just can't, I can't uh, explain it to you on air. You just got to be able to see the way she carries herself. Anyway, yeah. Cotto told me we're sitting poolside down there, and I said to him, I said, "Listen, mm. man." I said, that little dude lit you up. I said, I can't imagine that little guy lighting me up, and he lit you up. And you're like, world class, and I'm not world class. And he said to me, I said, do you think he was on steroids? And he looked, he paused for a minute, he goes, I'll never know. I said, you mean you'll never know? He goes, no. He goes, I'm telling you like this. He goes, nobody ever hit that hard. Whether they make me come down to 145 or 140, whatever that, that weight was, the weight wasn't a problem all that much ago. I did get a little tired early. He goes, but it was the fact that he was hitting so hard. I couldn't imagine a guy that small hitting that hard. And unless his hands were loaded like margaritos, it's got to be the the Flintstone vitamins, the performance-enhancing drugs. The stoic Miguel Cotto, man. You know, you got to love him. Um, the thing about him, you know, it's you got to think almost like, man, this guy's been cheated so many times against, you know, whether it was uh, the, the hand wraps and, uh, you know, yeah. uh, the, uh, if Pacquiao was on steroids, you know, what could have this guy's career been if these guys were playing on, you know, uh, fighting him on a fair playing field, you know? Um, but that, that fourth round, I believe, when uh, I, I think Cotto got dropped in that fight. And they were fighting toe-to-toe, and they were fighting very competitively, very close. And when they engaged in that, that firefight in the fourth round, I said to myself, you know what, whoever gets the better of this is going to win this fight. And then right in that moment, boom, you know, Pacquiao lands that big shot, and Cotto goes down. I was like, ah, oh, man, Cotto's going to lose this one, man. But you know, what, what, what a competitive fight, and it's unfortunate that, um, you know, Pacquiao was probably, you know, juiced up. 175 pounds, the light heavyweight division, once coveted by the great Archie Moore, who uh, wanted to break my neck one time. Um, anyway, is now, of course, <laughs> top. He, hey, I, I was interviewing George Foreman, and we were on this, uh, this closed-circuit feed over in Richmond, California, and they told me, listen, you got five minutes of satellite time, and you've got to talk about the Holyfield Foreman pay-per-view. That's all you could talk about. I said, are you sure? He goes, yeah. He goes, you talk to Foreman for like three minutes. He goes, you break for 15 seconds. You segue into doing Archie Moore. So I said, okay. So George wouldn't go away. I kept saying, George, we need to cut this. And he, <laughs> he just would, George wouldn't stop, right? So George ran into like four minutes and 30 seconds. And I'm looking at the clock. I've got 30 seconds left. I'm not going to go to Archie Moore for 30 seconds and disrespect him, okay? So I didn't go to Archie at all. I go, oh, sorry, we ran out of time. We weren't able to get to Archie Moore, the legend, this net. 
So I went off the air, and Archie Moore came up and got nose-to-nose with me. I'm serious. I mean, he wanted to jack me up, man. I was freaking out. I'm going, hey, Archie, man, it's not me. It's, it's the producer. And I pointed at the producer, the guy. He had no idea what I was talking about. He had headphones on. He was standing behind the camera. I go, it's him. He called the shots, Arch. And I got Archie off me. And then another time, we're at the International Boxing Hall of Fame in 1992, and I was in the room with my buddy Bob Foster. Because me and Bob were pretty tight, of course, out of Albuquerque, New Mexico, the former light heavyweight champion, considered by many the greatest light heavyweight champion, maybe uh, with the exception of Moore. But uh, me and Bob are talking one day because I was doing fights down in New Mexico <clears throat> on TV and ring announcing. And we're talking up there in Canasota, and we're in one room. And he said, you know, I said, whatever happened if you and Archie would hook it up? Man, he goes, Archie Moore couldn't hit me in the ass with a ping pong paddle. Take that back. He couldn't <laughs> hit me ass with a tennis racket. I said, a tennis racket? He said, yeah. So me, being the spit disturber that I am, I went in the other room and I told Archie that. Okay? Archie took off his bow tie. He had a formal bow tie that you tie up, you know, formally tied up. He took off his bow tie. He started taking off his shirt. He took off his cufflinks. He took off his coat. And I'm freaking out, Johnny. I don't know what to do here because he's going to fight. <laughs> he's going to fight Bob Foster in the other room. Foster doesn't have a clue what's going on. I don't know what to do, okay? So I go, I go, Archie, Archie, I was just kidding. I was just, Archie, please, please, please. I was just kidding. Bob didn't say that. Bob didn't say that. He didn't say that. And he goes, are you sure? And I said, yeah. So he said, whoa. So the two times I've had contact with Archie Moore when they haven't been, uh, I didn't have the situation in hand. Let's put it to you like that. <laughs> I just didn't. Amazing okay? story, Pete. Yeah. Adonis Stevenson, yeah, Donna Stevenson, 29 and 1, 40 years old out of the Kronk Gym, Southpaw, not fighting out of Canada. Sergey Kovalov, of course, the, uh, I guess, heir apparent again to the WBO title. I'm going to try to put him in that title once again. Of course, 31 and 2, lost one fight, of course, to the great Andre Ward. Of course, Andre Ward retired. Speaking of Andre Ward retiring, perfect timing because the Andre Ward at 175 could not beat the Andre Ward at 168. Can you agree on that? I agree with that. And plus, if you're still thinking about retirement as a fighter, you know, once you get that in your head at this high stakes level that they're at, especially in that weight class, which is a very uh, competitive weight class, it's time to go. You know, if you question it, and he's done so many great things as a, as a fighter. I mean, the 168 tournament, uh, the 160-pound tournament, rather, he cleaned out. 168. He hey, moved up. Johnny, yeah, 160, 160 right, Johnny, yeah. the Showtime tournament, I bet on him to win the tournament, okay? I bet like 800 bucks on him, and I think the odds were like 6 or 7 to 1. I ain't lying. It was like 6 to 1 for him to win the tournament. I just well, cleaned up. I, I worked for you, uh, you know, for Ring Talk, uh, and I did the, uh, I covered that fight ringside uh, where he fought uh, Carl Frotch, and you know, it was it was amazing to sit there ringside and watch this guy box. I mean, Andre Ward's one of those like legendary, classy fighters to look at in the ring. He's a complete pugilist. But I went back to the still photos that we took for the website, and I'm looking at the way he tucks his elbows in, man, and the way his like you know uh, guard was up over his chin. Everything that he did in 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 small like doses, when you look at him in like you know milliseconds, is incredible. Like his form never wavered in that fight, and that's why it gave Carl Frotch such fits. And I think that's when he was at his absolute best. I think he got a little bit looser as he you know, moved up in weight and maybe just not as interested when he fought at like 175, um, where you saw him getting hit a little bit more, you know. And I think he, he redeemed himself tremendously, and it's a great way to go out. Great swan song to leave it with uh, the Kovalev fight in the rematch because he more than proved himself well, to last be question, a great last fighter. Last question for the great Johnny Sigur. Arthur Betabev, 12-0, is any good? Yeah, I like to see him. You know, I, I think he's a very good fighter. I think uh, against Joe Smith or Sullivan Barrera, you know, we get to see him go against like guys like that and maybe Marcus Brown, who we saw last night. 
that could be pretty good. And then we see what he could do against a guy like Kovalov and uh, up there against Stevenson. Is the light heavyweight division hurting when they've got a 40-year-old man on top and guys like Badu Jack ranked number three and Sullivan Barrera, the aforementioned Sullivan Barrera of Columbia, ranked number four? I mean, is, is that, that say a whole lot about the division? It does, but at the same time, I think they could all make for very good and entertaining fun fights, you know, um, because you have age factor. You have youth guys, youthful guys coming up like a Joe Smith who are construction workers and part-time you know, uh, full, uh, rather part-time, uh, you know, construction workers and trying to make a career in boxing. And you can see them come up and try to, like, you know, make, a, make something for themselves in the sport. So I think it could be very interesting. Johnny, just like you and me, Joe Smith, we worked a 40-hour job. We did our boxing thing. We there did all the love for it. And, of course, Joe Smith about to crack things at, at 175 pounds. Listen, man, another great week, another great appearance. I want to thank you so much. And, I, of course, I took you away from your lovely fiance. Tell her I thank her for the time that I sit to spend with Johnny Sieg. Hey, thank you, Pedro, so much for having me on. Look forward to the next time, brother. The great Johnny Signorella on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? for a vacation or a new car, but today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. 
According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517 I think that the Affordable Care Act, you know, as long as it wasn't a name of the Obamacare, it would pass. They made the test already, but the fact of the matter is at the essence of it all is people need health care. Now, more Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Talking top ten heavyweights in the world, folks. You ready for this? Alejandra Jimenez from Mexico, 38, 30 years old, of course, 10 and 0. Four knockouts. Guess what? 225 pounds. Carletti Well, 220 pounds. Sonia Lamanakis, 225 pounds. Laura Ramsey, 240 pounds. These chicks are big, folks. These are heavyweight women. Of course, the top five rated heavyweight, according to in the women uh, women's division, according, of course, to, uh, to BoxRec.com. And you got to give these women props, man, because fighting the heavyweight and chicks, I don't know too many chicks that are well-defined at 220 pounds. Do you? Just think about that there. Anyway, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Johnny Signorello, of course, the incomparable guest that he is. The encyclopedia, the boxing encyclopedia. That man is just a, he's a Trevor tro- uh, treasure chest of just just, just box, boxing facts and historical landmines, all kinds of good stuff. He steps on them here. He lights them up here. I mean, Johnny's just got to go on. And we thank Johnny for each and every time he appears on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, hour number two is still to come. We're talking MMA. The USC heavyweight champion will be in the house. Stip Miocic, fresh off his butt-whipping of Francis Nagano, Of course, Nagano coming in, the favorite, almost 2-1. to one. Some, some books, a 3-1 to one favorite. A 3-1 to one favorite over the defending heavyweight champion of the world, a boxer, a guy that's got good stand-up, a guy that's can ground and pound. I mean, good Lord, man. Nobody's on a better role than Stim Miocic, and yet the USC wanted him to lose. That's right. That's what Stim Miocic thought. That's what he said. He even said it on this show. You know, I think the USC wants me to lose because, you know, they want to build up Nagano and this and that. And, of course, Dana White came back and said, you know, we don't want we don't want uh, uh, Stim Miocic to lose, but they're pumping, you know, pumping Nagano up. They're giving him promotional contracts with the sports drinks and energy drink energy drinks. And he's working out the fitness center in Las Vegas, like making himself the USC cheerleader per se. At the end of the day, he got lit up like a White House Christmas tree. In fact, if they were gay, Francis Nagano would have been, would have been the victim of domestic violence last night. Ring Talk live worldwide. Hour number two still to come on Sports Byline, SB Nation Radio. Stay tuned.
USA Radio News with Rod williams Dole. Gunmen stormed a luxury hotel in Kabul after six people were killed by terrorists, including a foreigner. It sparked a 12-hour fight with security forces that left terrified guests scrambling to escape. People trapped at the top of the six-story Intercontinental Hotel were seen tying bedsheets together and climbing over balconies to escape. During the night, special forces were lowered by helicopters onto the roof of the landmark building. Senator Mitch McConnell appeared on the Senate floor this afternoon, and on CBS's Face the Nation, Representative Paul Ryan was asked what's the difference between the bill that the House passed two days ago. We passed a bill keeping things funded to February 16th. He is going to bring up a bill keeping things funded to February 8th. Uh, sometime today, whether or not they have the votes for that. This is USA Radio News. Hello, I'm Herman Cain. I am a less taxes, less government, more individual responsibility conservative, and our voices are being drowned out with the help of the liberal media. We have to take our voices to a new level, and we have to make sure that we are relying upon reliable conservative sources. One of those sources is the Western Conservative Conference. I'm gonna be there because I want to help inform and inspire conservatives from across this country that we are not going to allow our culture to be destroyed by the liberal mindset that's sweeping across this country. Westernconservative.org is where you can sign up. I'm going to be there along with Congressman Andy Biggs and others to inform and inspire. They're not going to destroy America on our watch. And it begins with being better informed and inspired. I'm Herman Cain. I'll see you in Phoenix on March the 23rd. Another perspective on the government shutdown is given to us by USA Radio's John Clemens. The charge is being made that Democrats have listened to the most extreme elements in their political party, causing the government shutdown over immigration that is not related to a spending plan. White House Director of Legislative Affairs Mark Short says the issue is not related, but it is a matter of national security. 2,500 people on the terror watch list are trying to get into this country every year. That is seven per day. Seven per day. We think it's time to fix the immigration problems in our country. I'm John Clemens. Majority Leader Mitch McConnell has called for a special Senate session tonight in which there will be a vote at 1 a.m. Monday morning. The mudslides of Southern California have claimed their 21st life. Now the number of missing has been cut down to two. You've been listening to USA Radio News. Hi, this is Wayne Allen Root. I'm a father of four, and I worry every day about this dangerous world. There are so many things that could go wrong. Economic collapse, stock market crash, terrorist attack, war with North Korea. There's a lot to worry about when it comes to protecting your income, assets, and your family's future. Thankfully, my good friends at Tangible Investments are your safe haven from the storm. Call now, and Tangible Investments will send you absolutely free a one-ounce American Silver Eagle along with your guide for investing in precious metals. To receive your free American Silver Eagle, call toll-free 800-780-9000. That's 800-780-9000. An arson case in Minnesota sounds a lot like a case of terrorism. USA Radio's Chris Barnes has details. 19-year-old Nuza Hassan is a former student at St. Catherine University in St. Paul, Minnesota, and she faces charges for allegedly setting eight fires in seven buildings on the campus last Wednesday. There were no injuries and no major damage. She's now facing those possible arson charges, and police say she's told them she was motivated by stories about the U.S. destroying schools in Iraq and Afghanistan. 
Afghanistan. For USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes. Representative Nanette Berrigan appeared on CNN's State of the Union. She represents a district in Southern California where only 60% of the students graduated high school. Democrats don't want the shutdown. The Democrats want a deal to be made. We want issues to be addressed. Look, I came to Congress to get things done, to vote on issues, to have debates. That's what the American people want. They don't want to shut down. And we really need the parties right now to come together and talk about some of these issues that they've been saying they're going to address and they haven't, whether it is DACA and immigration or whether it is um, a CR and getting a a full-year budget. Um, This is no way to run a government. The Super Bowl participants will be decided today when New England meets Jacksonville and the Philadelphia Eagles host Minnesota. You've been listening to USA Radio News, and I'm Rod Williams Stoll. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, It's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Fascinating. For over 30 years and still your inside look into boxing and mixed martial arts. What the hell's going on out here? Heard live around the world and brought to you by the World Boxing Organization. Yeah. And now, live from the Ring Talk Studios in San Francisco, here's the host of the longest-running fight show in history. Down goes Frazier! Down goes Frazier! And Foreman is as poised as can be! Pedro Fernandez. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on the Sports Byline SB Nation Radio Network. Yes, the man was correct. He was not mistaken. My name is Pedro Fernandez. For 34 years now, I have been your, what can I say, often imitated but never duplicated, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio waves. And my mother said, when you're bragging, it's cool when you're telling the truth. And I'm telling the truth. Anyway, lots of UFC stuff to talk about. Of course, the UFC 220 going down this past Saturday night. Wow. Boston, the TD Garden, of course, the heavyweight champion of the world. We'll hear from him a little bit later. Skip Miocic. People thought he was going to get pumped. He was going to get knocked out. He couldn't survive the first round. It was all over. The heavyweight title run of Skip Miocic would end January 20th when Francis Nugano knocked him out in the very first round. Well, guess what? It didn't happen. Yes, Nagano landed with a good punch in the first round, and he rattled Skip Miocic's cage a little bit. But the bottom line is, Skip Miocic was on him like... On him like stink on you know what. At the end of the day, he was a five-round winner. Still the world heavyweight champion, Stip Miocic. We have open phone lines. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 
888-878-7510. And of course, got the guilt-free commitment, guilt-free no commitment text line as well, 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. So we're here from Daniel Cormier. We'll also hear from the Boston Boys. The Boston Boys, folks, we'll talk about the Boston Boys. They highlighted the card last night at USC 220. Of course, it took place in Boston, and a couple of the Boston guys would. We'll hear from Rob Fox after the break. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Another ism, a schism, or a brick in a wall around a prison, not incarceration mind. But deep within the gallows, you'll find what frightens you the most. A fear of being colorblind, love for the brother man and other man. Not in fear, running like an undercover man. Born an institution, the bang bang solution, igniting the spark of a human revolution. Come on! Love Daily Fantasy, but tired of being stuck on the sidelines? We have some great news. Now you can make picks live when the game is on TV, compete against other sports fans, and if you're right, win real cash and get to talk trash. WinView Games is a live sports prediction app that is sweeping the nation, and it's super easy to play. During the game, props are sent straight to your phone. You can compete in tournament-style contests that are available every quarter. WinView also has a $12,500 jackpot during the NFL playoffs called the Perfect Game. It's a winner-take-all prize if you get each prop right during the quarter. So put your sports obsession to better use. Go to winviewgames.com predict to start cashing in on your sports IQ. That's winviewgames.com predict. $20 first-time depositors get a $20 playthrough match. WinView Games. When the game is on, it's on. The new year is here, and it's time to honor those resolutions to look your best. Dr. Edward Domanskis brings decades of experience as a plastic surgeon to help you where you need it most. Abdominal etching, gynecomastia, calf implants, facial surgery, hair restoration, and more. You can see the incredible results at lookbestforless.com. Serving clients in California, Florida, Europe, and the Caribbean, Dr. Domanskis has appeared on Good Morning America and worked with multiple Olympic teams and the U.S. Army, and he can help you. Go to lookbestforless.com. That's lookbestforless.com. Looking for ways to save with your Medicare plan? Walgreens is a preferred network pharmacy with many of the nation's plans, which could mean lower co-pays for you. So bring your prescriptions to a Walgreens pharmacy today to start saving. Walgreens, trusted since 1901. Walgreens participates as a preferred network pharmacy with Cigna HealthSpring, Humana, and Florida Blue. Walgreens participates with other plans. See walgreens.com slash Medicare for details. Anchor.fm is a great new platform that has some of the coolest audio on the planet. You'll find Rick Tittle's Comedy Spotlight and his interviews with all of today's biggest comedians, plus the best in politics, music, and more. Anchor has it all. And if you want to get in on the action, you can start your own station and be the DJ you've always dreamed of. If you're looking to launch a podcast, Anchor is the easiest way to begin. And with so many ways to interact with your listeners, you'll be destined for greatness. So check out the Comedy Spotlight and more at Anchor.fm. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization.
we're backstage in Boston with Rafan, who just said, what, I can't wait to do that again? Yes, <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to get back in there, man. I'm right, right now, man. I'm about to pull the Khabib, give me like an hour to rest, and I'm, I want to go back in there. You know? <laughs> I mean, you just had this giant victory over Thomas Almeida. He's ranked number 10, you were ranked number 14. This is important for the bantamweight division. You got this opportunity against a guy who is the top 10. Yes, How much emphasis did you put on your training to say, I need to make, not I need to not only get a victory, but make a clear statement to everyone else? You know, like I said, all my W's, I, I'm, I'm looking to finish. Um, all my wins are finishes, you know. Um, like I said before, I had a little setback with the Munoz fight, but um, I'm just looking to get better every single time. But for this fight in particular, it was just keeping everything straight and staying focused. I just got to go out there. If I'm focused for 15 minutes straight, I'm dangerous and I'm putting everybody away. What did you learn from that Munoz fight? Just keep my hands up and stay focused. <laughs> you know, like I, you know, honestly, like it was uh, I was doing my thing. You know, it was going back and forth. I uh, he shot a takedown. I was like, okay, I think we got him. Let's slow down. And then mentally, I kind of took a mental break. I was backing up, hands down. And boom, got clipped. Before you know it, I'm looking like, where did he go? Next thing you know, he's on my neck, and it was a quick tap. But, oh, I'm wobbling over here. But. <laughs> Certainly, that was a great learning opportunity for you. You come out and do this to Thomas Almeida, guys, very respected in the division. Um, you took number 10 out. Where do you go from here? What ranking do you feel like you should get? What opponent do you feel like you should face? It, honestly, like I said, it doesn't matter. Uh, Sterling, let's do it. I know you want that fight, man. Like I said, I'm delivering more than peaches, man. You saw what I did. You know you know what's up, man. Let's work. Aljamain Sterling, that would be really fun. Um, before I let you go, I have to obviously ask you, what's it going to be like to celebrate here in Boston? It's going to be huge. You know, we get, we're popping bottles. You know, we got the pace, Patriots, I mean, Patriots tomorrow. It's, can't, I got my family out here. It's, it's going to be huge. I can't wait. Excellent. We'll go get some Regina's pizza, do something fun, get your beers in. Have a great time, Rob. <laughs> Rob Font, baby, he says he's delivering more than pizza. He sure was. That was a pretty good, pretty exciting win night. No doubt about that, of course, last night. He's part of that Boston MMA crowd. Of course, also a Bostonian, a featherweight. Of course, uh, Mr. Font is a 135-pounder, a bantamweight. But Mr. George, Calvin Kitar, a featherweight, 145-pounder. Of course, he beat Shane Burgos. We'll hear from him a little bit later as well. And of course, I'm teasing up to the heavyweight champion of the world, called Stip Miocic. We'll hear from him about 40 minutes past the hour. But Calvin Kitar is a promoter in the uh, Massachusetts area of MMA, and he's also a fighter. And last night, he took out Shane Burgos with a TKO and punches with three, uh, take back 32 seconds in the round number three. Burgos was heavily favored. He was undefeated. Man, did he get crunched. In fact, Qatar just using boxing 101, just boxing 101, to use that jab, <clears throat> one-two combination, an occasional hook. He hooked off the jab well. I mean, this guy's got a boxing pedigree, and it looked stellar last night, no doubt about it. So we're from... George Ketter at the other side of the next break. Uh, Glenn Vellante, he was a winner as well. Of course, he took out Francesco Barroso. That was a decision, a split decision, 30-27 uh, and 30-27 twice. The other judge shot at 29-28 for uh, Francie Mar, but the bottom line is Vellante, winner via split decision. Of course, Rob Font beat Thomas Alameda. We just heard that interview. And the prelim card, talk about Fox Sports 1. Kyle Bochuk was a winner over Brandon Davis and Abdul El Hassan, was a winner with a kale punch, nice punch, 347 in round number one over Sabah Omasi. Those guys were fighting at 170 pounds. Some of the other fights on the card, Julio Arce was a winner, uh, Enrique Barzola was a winner, and Islam Markachov was a winner over the USC veteran, Gleason DeVal, who got knocked out in uh, the first round, 57 seconds into round number one. Now, last night, they were rocking and rolling, baby. I'm talking about, hmm, you know, before we get to the main event, we're going to go back to the Bellator card last night. And I don't want to relator Bellator to second rate or anything like that, but if you have a heavyweight tournament, 
and this involving Chael Sonnen, you sort of got to question that heavyweight tournament, per se. I mean, think about it. Chael Sonnen's not a heavyweight. He's a light heavyweight. In fact, he's a, he's a light heavyweight with a big mouth, and that's about it. I mean, there isn't a whole lot that else he brings to the dance. He just doesn't. And last night, of course, him beating uh, Clinton Rampage Jackson, I just don't know that, you know, that's going to be enough to, uh, to propel him into this, this tournament, per se. And who really wants to see a tournament anymore with guys that are 90 years old? I mean, come on, man. Scott Coker's got to wake up and smell the bacon. If he can't get some young talent in that heavyweight division, what good is it? I mean, think about that. What good is it? I mean, the heavyweight division is the, is the division in which, you know, boxing, of course, used to survive. He who controls the heavyweight champion controls boxing. That's the way it used to be, of course, until Ray Robinson came along for a little while. And then, you know, afterwards, him was like Ray Leonard and Roberto Duran and Marvin Hagler and guys like that who were the kings of boxing. But for the most part, he who controls the heavyweight champion controls boxing. Now, Bellator has not had a heavyweight champion in a long, long time. And they keep talking about it. They keep saying, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, we're going to have a tournament. Now they're having a tournament, but they've got guys like Rampage Jackson, who's like 95 years old. Remember him when he freaked out on the Zoloft a few years ago? Maybe even five, six, maybe over seven, almost ten years ago when he was driving around in L.A. He had that, that, that van or that truck, and he was pulling a big sign that said, Quentin Rampage Jackson, USC light heavyweight champion. So he's pulling around this human billboard of him, and the cops are chasing him all over L.A. Sort of like O.J. Simpson, except without the gun in the car. Okay, He was just like whacked out. Nothing, nobody knew what was going on with that young man. But I got to give him some props that he's able to come back out and still get fights. I mean, you know, because of the name. It's all about the name, Rampage Jackson. Not, a, not, not too much dog left. And Rampage, as far as biting is concerned, he's not going to bite anybody, not anyway, not any time real soon anyway. It was a uh, unanimous nod for Chael Sonnen over Rampage Jackson. And in the co-feature, Douglas Lima lost the uh, championship against Rory McDonald. Of course, Rory McDonald coming over from the USC, a USC veteran, no doubt about that. A guy that, the guy that could fight. I mean, everybody knows that he, he, he could rock and roll and he was a real deal. But now he's sort of in a place where over at Bellator, much like a lot of the guys that leave the USC, he's a bit of more of a star, but he's got that USC ped- pedigree and that background. Of course, people are talking big about him. And last night, he beat Douglas Lima to win the title. Give him some props, of course. Props is something that none of these guys really get because of the fact they're fighting on Spike TV and Bellator and doing this kind of good stuff. And everybody looks at, at USC as being the major entity in the world of mixed martial arts, as well it should be because it does have some of the better fighters. But, you know, Douglas Lima... And, and Rory McDonald battling out for the Bellator welterweight championship, 170 pounds. That's a good fight. And it went five rounds. Scott Coker had to put this fight, make it a title fight and a five-round fight. The scores were 48-47, 49-45, and 49-46 for the Red King, of course, has, hasn't won a title since his King of the Cage candidate days. That was 10 years ago. Rory McDonald's been around and around and around. He's beaten and battered, but nothing compared to that brutal 2015 title loss, of course, to Robbie Lawler at 1 FC, 1 8, UFC 189. I mean, man, I don't know how he continued after that. But he did. <clears throat> and last night was a great win for him over Douglas Lima. Lima was favored going in there. Of course, as I said, the USC veteran prevailing. But, you know, I'm always one of those guys <clears throat> because I walked away at the right time. See, I can do this. I'm like an old man. I had 52 fights. I'm sitting here rolling off with no notes week in and week out. Some people say, yeah, we can tell. But, you know, no notes, no script, that kind of good stuff. We're talking just spontaneous, testing those cognitive skills week in and week out. Got to do it, okay? But my other fighter friends, they're not as gifted or as 
as lucky as I was, you know, because some of them I have headaches and go through issues as far as their health is concerned, and, and you see them slowing down. I know a, a guy that, that boxes with me now that goes to bed about 9.30 at night every night and gets up at 4 o'clock in the morning like he's got to run, but he doesn't run. He's sort of got like a boxer schedule per se, but he doesn't run anymore. He doesn't know what to do. He's lost in his life. I look at him, I say to myself, I wonder if he has CTE, that chronic traumatic encephalo, whatever they call it. You know, CTE, of course, the brain damage was brought on by concussions. And now, speaking of CTE, we found out that CT is not only brought up by concussions, CT can be brought up by just minimal blows. Just little bing, 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 bing. They all add up, and it doesn't have to be a concussion, per se, to, to advance the world of CTE. Pretty scary, of course, in the world of concussion. Did you see the movie? If you saw the movie, you know what concussion's all about. It is a nightmare, no doubt about that. Open phone lines around the planet, 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. The Guilfrey No Commitment Text Line, 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. My name is Pedro Fernandez. We're having a blast on Sports Byline and SB Nation Radio. How does Chael Sonnen approach John Jones? Uh, same as everybody else. I'm going to put my chin down, walk towards him, and put him on his ass. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. This is an important announcement. If you're between 50 and 85 and worried about your loved ones, you can still get affordable life insurance for peace of mind. My life insurance coverage is guaranteed, and I was not required to get a medical exam. I had high blood pressure and diabetes, and I got my coverage with one telephone call. No exam necessary. I'm a smoker, and I wanted to take care of my family. I called to get my life insurance and my affairs in order. I wanted to do the right thing. Call Final Expense No Exam Insurance. Your rates are guaranteed and will never increase. I called and learned that this insurance cannot be canceled, even if you get sick or gain weight. And there are no restrictions on how my beneficiaries use the money when I'm gone. Don't wait until it's too late. Call now and get peace of mind for you and your family. Call 800-935-2177. 800-935-2177. 800-935-2177. 800-935-2177. 
If you suffer from back pain, joint pain, arthritis, or other chronic pain, you need to try the water therapy benefits that Advantage Therapeutic Walk-In Bath provides. Not only does Advantage Walk-In Bath help get you in and out of the tub safely, it is proven to be beneficial to relieve aches and pains, giving you the relief to enjoy your day. You can enjoy taking your new bath and rejuvenating your body in as little as seven days. And if you call today and ask for the radio special, we'll give you a 15 hundred dollar coupon towards the purchase of a new vantage walk-in bath every call in the next 10 minutes will receive a fifteen hundred dollar coupon towards the purchase of a new vantage walk-in bath your aches and pains can be washed away call right now for a risk-free quote 800-552-6851 800-552-6851 that's 800-552-6851 Ladies and gentlemen, referee Dan Rigliano is going to stop to this contest at 32 seconds of round number three. Declaring the winner by TKO, Calvin Cage. I'm here with the winner, Calvin Cater. Calvin, that was a closely contested, excellent fight. Up until the moment you landed that big bomb, what was going through your mind while that fight was going on? I was thinking, man, Shane's a hell of a fighter. Props to him for coming out and doing his thing. He's an entertainer. He's going to bounce back quick, for sure, no doubt. But I've been visualizing this since the day I started my career, talking to you, Joe Rogan, at TD Garden, to the Boston crowd. What a dream come true this is. Couldn't be happier. This was an incredibly skillful fight. It was a treat to watch. Props to Kyle Bocciniak and my teammate Rob Font. They got the night going early and, uh, man, hell, hell, of a, hell of a night tonight. This is a fantastic fight to watch. Congratulations on a spectacular performance. Thank you very much. Thank you, Sean Shelby. Thank you, Dana White, for the opportunity. Much respect. Let's go, Patriots. TB12, TBE tomorrow night. Let's go! Calvin Cater, ladies and gentlemen! Calvin Guitar, baby. 18-2, of course, the Boston fighter. Boston-born, Boston-raised. Last loss was in 2010, lost a split decision. Got submitted in 2008, a rear naked choke. But he's 18-2, and two, as I said, hasn't lost in seven years. And wow, what a win last night. I mean, you got to give him some props. He is a promoter. He promotes MMA in the Boston area, some small cars, not like USC type of cars. But he does his thing as far as a promoter's concerned and as a fighter's concerned. It's an 18-2 and two on one hell of a roll, and that boxing one-on-one that he set up last night, it was just magnificent, folks. He reminded me a lot of me in street fights, just boxing some guy's ears, and the other guy didn't really have a concept. What's happening? How come I keep getting hit with this jab? And when I get hit with the jab, he doubles up on it, then he hits me with the right hand. I mean, he couldn't figure out exactly where, and right hand leads on occasion, hooks on occasion. I'm talking about Calvin Qatar. you got to give him some real, real props. He's one of the unsung heroes in the Boston area. Now, in the next segment, I'll talk about the light heavyweight champion. Of course, I'll talk about Mr. Huh, well, I've got to give him some props, Mr. Danny Cormier. In fact, Danny Cormier was a, a great fighter, as a light heavyweight fighter, but you know he lost to John Jones not once but twice. Of course, the second fight was reversed because of steroids and mm, performance-hanching drugs, a.k.a. Flintstone vitamins, which I'm not down with because I think if you're cheating in the world of combat sports, you might hurt and or kill somebody. So, therefore, you're like, fighting with a hammer in your hand. So it's an unfair weapon. I think that you should be suspended, if not banished from the sport 
once and for all if they catch you the first time, let alone the second time. Now people have been caught once, twice. If you get caught a third time, I think Jones on his third strike now. Jones gets banned. I think he's banned until 2024, something like that. Anyway, Daniel Cormier, a light heavyweight champion, anointed light heavyweight champion. They called it for a vacant belt last night. He said he wanted to think it was for a vacant belt, but they had given him the title back after Jones tested positive for steroids. Anyway, Volkan Osmer, a decent puncher, I thought, because he knocked out Jimmy Manua. Then I saw him put his hands up. Man, last night, you know, he got arrested about 10 days ago in some some Florida bar beef or something like that. I don't know if he left his fight in the bar or whatever he did, but Volkan, Volkan couldn't spell fight if you put the letters on a piece of paper for him and, and told him to put them together. He just couldn't do it. Maybe he couldn't put together three or four letters, let alone the five, five letters that compromise the word fight. I kid you not. That's how lame he was. I mean, he was so lame. He was like, I was like, I was insulted. The fact that I thought he had a chance. I mean, I figured if he didn't knock Cormier out in the first round, and I thought Cormier is prime for getting knocked out because he's a soft guy, I think, especially to the body, um, being 205 pounds, even though he won 13 of his fights as a heavyweight, beat guys like Frank Mir and Josh Barnett in that strike course Grand Prix tournament. I still think Cormier is a chunky light heavyweight. Of course, Vulcan, the uh, cut guy from Switzerland, the big puncher, this and that, a once-beaten fighter, of course, coming out, knocking out Jimmy Manua one punch, I think, in the first round. So, you know, he did some impressive things, much like Francis Nagano. Eh, not proven talent, baby. Just not proven talent. Anyway, Cormier had him ready to go in the first round, stopped him in the second round, two minutes to go in the second round. So Danny Cormier is, again, the light heavyweight champion of the world as far as the U.S. is concerned. I said Calvin Catter beat Shane Burgos. Some of the earlier fights on the card, I wasn't all impressed with. Of course, the heavyweight champion, we'll get to in just a few minutes. I'm talking about Stip Miocic and Francis Nagano. They put on one hell of a show, no doubt about it. Five rounds. Five full rounds. Of course, this knockout fest. You got Stip Miocic knocks out Junior Dos Santos in one round. Knocks out Alistair Overeem in one round. Francis Nugano knocks out Overeem in one I mean, everybody's like knocking people out. These guys are two knockout kings going up against each other, okay? And guess what? Everybody said, including myself, this fight's probably not going to go the distance. Well, it's those fights that usually aren't supposed to go the distance to somehow end up going the distance. I mean, because, you know... Miocic had a chance to finish him on several occasions. I thought he could have went for the submission, could have went for the finish and this and that, but I think he was so content with being in charge and being in control that you just didn't, he didn't want to gamble. I mean, he gambled on occasions. He said after the fight, probably hear from here in the interview, that he probably could have went for the submission. But I'm telling you, right now, if I look at Miocic, I consider him the best heavyweight that has ever fought in the UFC or any other MMA division I kid you not. I mean, he is the real deal. 246 pounds. Yeah, he's not cut like uh, Francis Nugano. He's not carrying all that muscle. But then, you know, the lactic acid that builds up in those muscles after you stress out, stressing out in muscles ain't cool. I'm t- they're just not. I mean, I remember one time I did a lot of uh, bodybuilding, not bodybuilding, say, but a, a, a small little short weight lift, blah, 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 lots of pumps and this kind of stuff. I did that and bulked myself up. And then about the second the second round, I could feel myself getting my arms getting heavy. I was in good shape. Anyway, not a good thing to lift weights. Francis Nagano obviously figured that out pretty quickly last night. Because, you know, I told you before, if he doesn't hit you, it don't effing matter. It just doesn't. If you don't get hit, doesn't how much power this clown has, it ain't happening. Okay? 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-75. So in fact, I was looking at the bonus list. For the UFC, check this out. We're going to go to UFC.com and check out the bonuses for, um, for UFC 220. Pretty, pretty scary. And, and the reason why I say it's pretty scary is that the heavyweight champion, 
you know, and you'll hear from him a little later. He's so underappreciated. He's just so he's so Rodney Dangerfield, man. I mean, he just he just he doesn't get the respect that he deserves. I just don't know why, man. I, I mean, last night, if that wasn't a fight you want to give him a bonus for, going five rounds against a monster like that and beating him, what 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 fight do you give him a bonus for? What fight do you give him a bonus for? You just, I mean, I was absolutely appalled when Dana White and the crew didn't give the. Uh, I think he upset their apple cart. I think I think that that Stip Miocic was right that he that the UFC Dana White in particular wanted Francis Ngannou to win. They figured they would have this big African guy, this guy from the Cameroon, this big monster, two hundred almost sixty pounds, two hundred sixty pounds, knocking everybody dead. The most deadly puncher in the history of mixed martial arts, the hardest puncher in the history of of anything. I mean, when it comes to measuring punches, nobody ever hit harder than he did. But it doesn't matter. Much like Felix the Jawbreaker Gonzalez and Sonny Nopopo here in San Francisco. Listen, if those clowns didn't hit you, I don't give a smack how much power they got. Okay? It just doesn't matter. And it really doesn't matter. In fact, skill. Skill prevails over power much, many, much more than power prevails over skill, especially in the world of combat sports. You think I'm kidding? You disagree? Okay, I'll take that. one 800 878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. Of course, the guilt-free text line. I'll get to that in just a second. 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. Of course, the USC coming back next week. Decent card. No doubt about that. I mean, it'll be on Fox Sports 1, so you won't have to pay for it. In fact, you know, paying for fights on pay-per-view. Last night's card, yeah, first two, top two fights were okay. And, of course, the, the Qatar, the Boston boys made that card a card that I would have bought afterwards, okay? In other words, I bought it beforehand, but I bought it afterwards because I would have bought it afterwards had I watched it. What I'm trying to tell you is that you, know, you sit through a pay-per-view and you say to yourself, you know, I spent a lot of money here, and I'm not all that happy with the way it worked out. What's going on here? You know, I'm really not that happy. But last night, the way the Boston boys stepped, of course, and Mr. Catter, the way they stepped up and took care of business, got to give them all kinds of props, and I love it. When unheralded guys, guys that aren't supposed to do things, Guys that slip in the back door. In fact, Qatar doesn't even, doesn't even have a bio on Wikipedia or the uh, UFC didn't even do a bio on him. He's just like, you know, the guy. Anyway, this next card coming up on UFC, the 27th, of course, next Saturday, from the Spectrum Center in Charlotte, North Carolina, the home of Rick Flair or the man born Rick Fleur. Anyway, Charlotte, North Carolina, big wrestling town. Now a UFC town. The 27th, the Spectrum Center on top of the main event. Wow. Talented Cuban. This guy's he's a crazy guy. Flying kicks. We're talking about middleweight sensation Reynaldo Souza. Take it on Derek Brunson. Souza surprised me in his last fight when I thought that he was on a way to, you know, I thought he was like just gonna roll on his way to the title. And he nothing was gonna stop him. But you know, there's so many different ways to win and or lose in the world of mixed martial arts. So, you know, things happen. Yeah, things really happen, of course. And you know, he was supposed to fight. I take that back. He did fight Robert Whitaker, and Robert Whitaker beat him by a second-round TKO. And, of course, um, Souza, after that, signed a, uh, take that back, had signed an eight-fight deal with the UFC. So he didn't look as, as determined as I thought he was. He didn't seem like, you know, once these guys, a lot of guys that are, like, born poor, once they get a contract, things just sort of change. I noticed it in the sport of boxing when I was working with Cubans coming out of uh, Havana into Little Havana and then there in Miami, of course. That's when Harold Smith had those four or five fighters, D.L.B., Dio Bellis Hurtado, who challenged Kasha Zhu for the World Junior Welterweight Championship, and a few other fighters. But, you know, when I would work with those Cuban guys down there, once they got a little bit of something, it was over. I mean, they just really weren't that dedicated. They couldn't, I mean, the booze, a lot of these guys were in the booze. I used to train with guys to get up in the morning and, and take them to run. I'm driving the van, right? 
and I smell all this alcohol in the back seat. I'm looking back. There's only two boxes there. Somebody's, somebody's reeking like booze here. That's not too cool if you're prepping for a fight. So I realized right then and there that these Cuban guys are not me worth waiting, wasting a lot of my time on the East Coast Corps in Miami when I lived in San Francisco and I was away from my family, my aunt, my dog, that kind of good stuff. So after three weeks, I said, I'm going back. And Harold said, no, 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 don't go back. I'll give you an extra grand a week, two grand a week. Stick around. I didn't do it. Sorry, money doesn't buy everything. Not me. You are tuned to the Sports Byline SB Nation Radio Network. Open phone lines around the planet. We're talking mixed martial arts, 1-800-878. Play that's 1-800-878-759. Out of the next break, we'll hear the decision last night of the heavyweight championship world. Of course, both guys, the challenger and the champion, speak afterwards. You're tuned to Sports Byline and SB Nation Radio. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940. If you are age 85 or younger... Call to learn more about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. The average funeral now costs over $10,000. Are you at risk of leaving loved ones to help pay your debts? A final expense policy for seniors can pay up to $30,000 for funeral and other final expenses. You don't need a medical exam, and you can have lifetime coverage, and the policy cannot be canceled. To receive free information about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. Call now. You'll also receive information about a free prescription discount card just for calling in. Agents are standing by. Call 800-508-5774. 800-508-5774. Call now. That's 800-508-5774. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. 
Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531-800-754-4531-800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Ladies and gentlemen, after five rounds, we go to the judges' scorecards for a decision. All three judges scored this contest 50-44 for the winner by unanimous decision and still the undisputed UFC heavyweight champion of the world, Steve I'm here right now with the baddest man on the planet, the UFC heavyweight champion, Stipe Miocic. I mean, I'm not the scariest, but I'm the baddest. You're the baddest. It's unquestionably. Oh, it's unquestionably. to me. You're the toughest dude. It's hard Call me the first round. My own fault, but after that, I took control. You fought the perfect fight to fight a guy like that, but there was danger in that first round. Hell yeah, there was danger. I'm the top dude. Undoubtedly. What, if anything, was different about this fight than what you anticipated? Nothing, everything was supposed to happen. I just wish I could get rid of meat hooks. He hit me a couple times, you know, definitely didn't feel good. I was, I was all right, though, but, uh, you know, gotta get back in the drawing board and get better. You made history tonight, Stipe. You became the first man to defend the heavyweight title three times in the history of the sport. Congratulations for that, and congratulations for cementing your position as the undisputed heavyweight champion of the world in a very, very tough fight. Hey, SW, I'm going to be a dad. It's all bad for me right now. I'm having a baby. Hell yeah! Congratulations to that too, sir. Steve Benioptis, ladies and gentlemen. Francis, the toughest fight of your career so far in the UFC. Tell us, what did you think about the fight? You know, I think I underestimated a little bit. And it surprised me, he went very smart game plan. And, uh, you know, he did it. He did it well. You're very gracious in losing. You have had a very short but spectacular career. I'm sure you will only get better after this fight. Thank you for a great fight, and we look forward to seeing you again inside the octagon. Thank you. Francis Ngannou, ladies and gentlemen. Francis Ngannou said that he underestimated him slightly. You get lit up for five and a half rounds. It's only a five-round fight. You get lit up for six rounds of a five-round fight. And, like, you underestimated your guy slightly. No, you underestimated him greatly. You underestimated him. You thought that because of the fact that you had steamrolled all these other guys, you had knocked out Alistair Overeem, of course, an MMA veteran. Some say an icon, of course, from the Netherlands. Straight up, you knocked him out. He looked impressive doing so. But the guys you knocked out, 
they were all willing, you know, suckers as far as the uh, the glass jaws were concerned. I mean, they matched you well, and they matched you, you know, great as far as your 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 performances were concerned. But last night, when they matched you against the world heavyweight champion, you came up short. And the reason why you came up short is you didn't have the skill. Power doesn't only prevail, doesn't always prevail. Anyway, backstage last night, UFC 220 TD Garden. Here we have Stip Miocci talking with Fox News. We're backstage in Boston, and I am joined by the heavyweight champion of the world, the baddest man on the planet, and now you've got the most title defenses in UFC crazy, heavyweight right? history. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a good night. You know, the guy hits hard. You know, first round was a little scary. I mean, I, I felt fine. Uh, you know, I just, just wear him down, and, you know, I found a chink in the armor. Yeah, when you – let's talk about his power first. When you did get hit, what were your thoughts? Like, <laughs> let's not do that again or yeah, what? 100%. Yeah, I mean, just like with anyone I fought, I fought before, you know, like with KDS or Mark Hunt, you don't want to catch anything. It sucks. You know, yeah, you know, he's he's wild. He's not real technical, and sometimes it's hard to uh, defend against that. But you know, I got lucky. You know, he, listen, he's gonna be a great fighter. Keep working on a lot of stuff. You know, he's a big boy, strong. He's got a good heart. Um, but you know, like I said, as long as I'm here, no one's gonna be champ. You were much too much for him. You know, all week long I was trying to say like, what's the game plan? What are you guys gonna do? And you kept that so close to the vest. Clearly, you had the right game plan. And um, when you were kind of leaning on him, making him carry all of your weight, did you feel like he was making any effort to get up? No, he would try, and then I would bring it back down. And, it worked, man. I just wanted to guess him out and get him tired. You know, you know, it's a big boy. He's got a lot of muscle on him, you know, and there's a lot of oxygen to carry for a big boy like that. How did you feel in there? Um, obviously, your cardio held up perfectly, but that were first, you uh, tired? First round, I was a little suspect. I was a little tired. I'm like, God damn, like, why am I so tired? But then uh, my lungs got blown out, and by second, third, fourth, fifth round, I was fine. Were you? Actually, more, actually I was getting more pep in my step as a fight yeah. guy. Were you happy to be able to do some grappling there? You know, for a while, we've just seen you, oh, first round knockout, first round knockout. Not that, yeah. that we're complaining, yeah, but. No, I, uh, I, was, I was pumped, you know. I was, uh, it was exciting. You know, I, I could have went for maybe submissions, but I'm not going to give it. The guy strong. He was, you know, he had my arm, and I was like like a little kid trying to get off a little bit, you know, in the beginning. But then I was good. I started using my knees, getting pulling it off, and started working, using strikes, so. Yeah. You know, we spoke this week about the potential of you making history. You made history tonight. Three title defenses has never happened in the UFC heavyweight history. How do you feel now that you know your name is in the record book? Tired. <laughs> Tired. But excited about a new oh, baby? Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, it's not, I'm ecstatic. That means more to me than, than breaking the record. I assumed that that was going to be the most special part of your night. I was yeah. just speaking with your wife, yeah. and I thought she told you in the octagon because of the way you announced it, but you had already known no, this. No, I know. It was, it was like one of the hardest things to hold it in. You know, we told close friends, especially family, then close friends, you know, they were, around us and especially we're hanging out you know and my wife couldn't really have a cocktail so they kind of caught on real quick oh, she was trying to hide it but you know I had a glass of wine she can't even have a glass of wine so she's like well and then it was caught on but uh you know now now we're gonna announce it and you know we have a baby girl we found out actually uh, last friday oh we, my gosh hmm? what if she's a fighter oh uh, you know listen she can do what she wants that's all i care about is she's just a, a driven girl that's a great dad what is next for you in your fighting career i know baby comes first i know that's the priority you know i don't know i'm gonna go home Hang out with my wife, my dogs, get the babies set up, and then uh, you know, we'll figure it out from there. I'm just tired right now. I just want to go home and hang out and uh, you know, just enjoy some football tomorrow, drink some medallos, and call it a day. Right. I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you because I was here with Dana White earlier, and he said he had spoken to Daniel Cormier about a possible super fight there. Any interest in that? Yeah, we'll talk. I mean, honestly, we'll talk, but I don't really care about that right now. I'm, I'm tired. I just want to go home. All right. I'm going to let you go do it's that because I don't want to argue with you. Right yeah. yeah. I feel you. You look great at 230. I look great. Thanks. No, I mean, you look like you were maybe in a heavyweight world title fight, but it's fine. You came out victorious. You look sharp, but um, I noticed no bow tie. I was trying, and then it was looked at it was 2 in the morning. I was like, it's enough. I just threw it away. I didn't throw it away. I put it in my bag and so called it a day. 
going to say, someone's going to go get that yeah. bow tie. They got my wife's here. She's like, just don't wear it. I said, okay. Okay, fair enough. Well, yeah. go get some rest. Congratulations on not only the title, but also on becoming a dad. Let's Thanks. <laughs> USC 220, January 20, 2018, of course, drew 16,015 people for a gate of $2.45 million at the Boston TD Garden. Props to USC coming to Beantown, of course. And got to give props to those Boston fighters. I'm talking about Calvin Guitar and Rob Font. Props to them, no doubt about it. Straight up, we're talking USC, of course. USC 223 is coming up. And the reason why I want to bring up USC 223, not the fact that Khabib's finally going to fight his, get his title shot. No, it's going on April 7th from the Barclays Center, of course, home of the Brooklyn Nets of the NBA, of course, from Brooklyn, New York. And USC 233 is, of course, by, topped by Tony Ferguson and Khabib for the lightweight title. But I'm a bit ticked off about the co-feature. The Women's Strawweight Championship is on the line. Rose Nahumanis, of course, the champion now with a record of 7-3. She knocked out Joanna Jay a fortnight ago and took the title. Joanna Jay was one of the best fighters, pound for pound, in all of mixed martial arts. Nobody was going to be there for a long, long time until Rose knocked her down in the first round, and then the writing was on the wall. This was not going to be a good night for her, okay, for Joanna Jay. Anyway, Joanna Jay was in the top 10 pound for pound list as far as uh, the USC was concerned, and she's still in the top 10 pound for pound list, even though Rose beat her up and knocked her out. What kind of crap is that? What kind of Rodney Dangerfield spit in your face, I don't like you, disrespect, is that coming from the USC? Imagine that being your promoter and you're their champion and you just knocked out some girl that you weren't even supposed to be in the same octagon with or the same zip code. You knocked her out, left her like prone, horizontal, in the octagon. So you move off, you capture the Women's Strawweight Championship in the process, okay? And then they rate her pound for pound over you in the UFC ratings? The pound for pound ratings, they rate you over her? Holy cow. I mean, Dana White, man, I know you smoke a bit of weed, you and Joe Rogan, but man, you got to lay off that ganja. Maybe smoke a little sativa or something like that because the indica is having too much of a narcotic effect on you because you got to be on narcotics to put uh, Joanna J ahead of Rose Nahumanis on the pound for pound list as far as the UFC concerned. Imagine that. I mean, I would be infuriated, sort of like I was, like, I remember it was in the early 80s, they, they, they had me fight some dude in, in San Jose, California. And he was supposed to win the Golden Gloves. And he was all this kind of good stuff, okay? And they had the front page newspaper article on him. And my mother, I was getting ready to fight him. My mother started reading the article. My mother was a, she was a, she knew how to motivate me, okay? She goes, you know, they did a big newspaper story on this guy. Anyway, bottom line is it motivated, motivated me. I went up there and crunched him in like 12 seconds. Motivation is supreme. But afterwards, the papers didn't want to give me any props for knocking him out in like 12 seconds. Come on, man. He was an arena record for a long time. Didn't want to give me any props because I knocked out the home guy. Wasn't supposed to do that. Just like Rose wasn't supposed to knock out Joanna J. And she lit Joanna J up like a White House Christmas tree. I kid you not. Props to, props to Joanna J. Of course, they got this rematch going on. But I just don't think the rematch is any different than the first fight. Except maybe it'll be more competitive. And Joanna J will be looking not to catch those shots. Because obviously, she doesn't take as well as people thought she did. Open phone lines around the planet. Talking mixed martial arts here on the Sports Byland SB Nation Radio Network, 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-759. Speaking of pound for pound, of course, Khabib, 25-0. and 0. Ooh, What can I say? Tony Ferguson, good fighter. Tony's a good fighter. I mean, I give Tony all kinds of props, man. Tony's a, Tony's a good-looking guy, 33 years old, out of Oxnard, California. Good record. I mean, you know, 26, 26 fights, 23 wins, and he's won nine by knockout, nine by submission, by, uh, you know, not by five, nine by knockout, nine by submission, 
five-by um, <clears throat> decision. And, of course, there's three losses, one by submission and two by dis- one by submission and two by decision. I mean, he's a talented fighter, no doubt about that. But is anybody in Khabib's league right now? I mean, you saw the way he just, what he did to Mr. Barbosa this last time out. I mean, he was, he was just like ugly. I mean, Edson can fight. Edson can I mean, really, really fight. He can spell fight. You don't have to give him a couple letters. He knows how, okay? But Khabib was just so much superior, so much the better athlete, so much the better fighter. It was like he was like toying with him, sort of like Stippy was toying with Francis last night. And I kid you not because <clears throat> I really think that if Stippy would have stood on the, uh, put on the old gas pedal there, he'd have he does, he does finished that guy. I mean, he did, he did the USC a big favor in not finishing Francis Ngannou. The reason why, reason being, is that the USC can prop him up one more time for a championship run after he knocks out a few guys uh, that have soft chins along the line. Not saying he can't punch. Not saying he's not a real deal as far as punching is concerned. But I'm telling you, that's only one element of combat sports, striking. Yes, you can strike well, but if you never strike your guy, you only strike him a few times, you're probably not going to win. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-759. One short segment ago, we're talking mixed martial arts on Sports Byline and SB Nation Radio. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. 
Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517 Talk to Mitch Martial Arts on Sports Violent SB Nation Radio. My name is Pedro Fernandez, of course. I am the man, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio airways. We're talking mixed martial arts, of course. USC, you know, you got to give him props. USC 220 in the bank, but the pro, the fight of the night went, of course, to Calvin Qatar. His knockout over third round knock third round knockout winner over uh, Shane Burgos. Of course, the other performance of the night went to Daniel Cormier and Vulcan Osmer. Of course, the light heavyweight championship, keeping. Staying in San Jose, per se, of course, it was a vacant title scene. John Jones had knocked out Cormier just a fortnight ago. But now he's back. He's ready to rock. And it looks like Cormier is going to hook up with possibly Stip Miocic for the world heavyweight title later this year because Stippy basically has no challengers. He doesn't have any challenge. He just doesn't. And when you look at it, you know, the fact that he's got to have a light heavyweight to come up and let you know, hmm, never, never know. Hmm, just don't know. You are tuned to the Sports Byline SB Nation Radio Network. Upcoming... After the news, we'll hear hour number one, a replay, of course, of our boxing hour. We'll have Johnny Signorella talking boxing, all the top ten boxers, per se, in the world. Of course, the sport of boxing, how it looks right now. Of course, when you look at boxing, you've got promotional issues. Much like the USC controls the world of box of, of the world of MMA, there are entities like, you know, Bellator and the World Series of Fighting and things like that. But in the world of boxing is promoters like Bob Arum, of course, and... Al Heyman going at each other's throat. And that's what's happening. If he can't get these fights together on a political basis, can't these guys get can't get these guys to talk politically, you'll never be able to put some money together and fight, put the fights on the table. That's what's sort of good about the old school guys, Don King and Bob Arum. When they were doing their thing up against each other, they were bitter enemies, calling each other filthy names, slowing, throwing shots at each other, grabbing each other, getting in the ring. I mean, these guys were like anti anti the other guy, no doubt about it. But when it came time to make money, they made the big fights. They put the big fights together. Why? Because it made dollars and cents. And nowadays, they seem to have left that, that willingness to do business at home, much like the Republicans and the Democrats here as far as the government shutdown is concerned. Anyway, day number two, day number three of the government shutdown. We'll see how that goes here in 2018, especially when the stock market opens up on Monday morning. Let's see what the stock market has to say about that. Anyway, I want to thank, of course, Stip Miocic for spending some time having to be Having to have the heavyweight championship champion of the world around and listening to his post-fight interviews, of course, talking about what's just a, he's a firefighter. The guy's a paramedic. I mean, that's what he is. 
Yeah, he's a heavyweight champion of the world, but he's really a down-to-earth guy, a guy out of Cleveland, a real guy. Props to Stip Miocic, the world heavyweight champion. You are tuned to the Sports File and SB Nation Radio Network. Next up, they're talking boxing on Sports File and SB Nation. Of course, my name is Pedro Fernandez. Thank you so much for tuning in. Check me out, sportsbyline.com. <laughs> 